coming to you live around the world, but mostly Cork and probably all in Blarney. This is Owen Murphy, the chief of banter of EMF lifting and laughing with very special co-host, Phil the Great, the Duke of hijinks. He is the man with the plan. He is the number one PT in your face. It's Phil Connolly. How are things? How are things? There's a, I don't think there's going to be an intro ever that's going to beat that. <laughs> no, no. If you ask me to do it again right now, no. Nah. Yeah, I reckon I'm just going to snip it and then just copy and paste it into every other episode from here on out. <laughs> if, you have the, if you have those skills, you, you, then that is why we are we were put together. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. You know me in tech. Uh, I don't have the skills. I can pre- maybe learn them. Yeah, and it's it's become a thing. It's it's your it's your shtick now. You're like, I'm the guy that's not good at tech, and isn't that great? And it's yeah. like, yeah, I suppose like you're owning it, but you're not <laughs> you're not actually making it any better. Yeah. So hopefully, um, that was that that was the I think the biggest obstacle, uh, for us in getting this off the ground because obviously we'll we'll have a good time doing it. It was a case of oh how do we do this uh, where do we upload it uh, how do we record it and then COVID-19 came around and put our whole business online and recording mm. and we learned all about sound quality and imaging and lighting and distance and yeti microphones and here we are yeah absolutely and you can imagine how much of a nightmare that was for me like that's my excuse is tech no no you know you know now not to come to me with tech stuff and then it's like the world is just go learn now you have to <laughs> it's good though you can't you can't complain no it, it's a it's a positive from 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 the negative that's mm. the the emf way so mm-hmm. tell me how how's tricks what's what's new in the world of of phil i suppose i was t- i talk to you every day mm-hmm. um, but not in such a, a casual sense maybe so any any crack for a friday thus far Man, every, every Friday is good crack, if you ask me. Um, Friday is a good day. I, I, I usually start the day quite early, and the, the end of the day is quite always... Quite early now. Remember who you're talking to. What's quite early for you? Hang on no, a second. I want to I wanna give context to this, because this, la, la, folks, whoever's listening, I want to, like, this is the man now who used to sleep in bed until 9 or 10 and say that was early, and he said, there's no, there's no up before the alarm goes and all this nonsense. He's a changed no man. <laughs> He's a, yeah there was no alarm so the birds started singing maybe um but yeah the, like it's just so funny how that has changed i suppose not funny for you <laughs> it's serious going but uh, going from where you were to where you are now um it, it's interesting and yes early for me going back to it is probably i usually set my alarm for about quarter seven in the morning um get up then about half a seven and i've only recently started putting my alarm away from my bedside locker to get me up I you i was getting fierce bad at pressing this uh, snooze button so is that not telling you you're not getting enough sleep no because i am i'm just pure lazy just like yeah i don't I love the bed it's too comfortable the room is pitch black leave me here <laughs> but i am me, my- that was success i was like that was my barometer of success <laughs> could i manage to start grow thrive maintain a business while sleeping in every day of the week yeah. and i did it for a while 100 100 percent. well i don't know man it's just it's just been good for me that that is one of the things that i have have, have actioned this last few months is 
is making my sleep a little bit more um, systematic. Like I was kind of like all over the place with my wake times and even on the weekends. And now I've just been more regimented, I suppose, like quarter seven, half a seven, like that sort of bracket is my get up time. I had the same, the same sleep time, uh, bedtime most nights. So I'm getting the same amount of sleep every night, seven and a half plus uh, hours every night. And it's been golden. Um, and that is making me feel good. And there is uh, no other crack besides the EMF crack that has been going on as of late. Um, well, you, didn't you move house? Didn't well, like, you, you moved to a, a new a new house. Like yeah. Sarah moved home, but mm-hmm. you moved somewhere new. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's I suppose that's the biggest change in my life at the moment. It is we decided to move out of the apartment that we are in for multiple reasons. Uh, that's almost a, a podcast in its own, the reasons we moved out of there. The neighbours were too nice, wasn't it? They were know? too good, yeah. They too used to call they, they called in with bottles every evening. I'm just like, lads, I can't do it anymore, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so no, um, no, multiple reasons we moved out of there um, and we decided to move home. I moved back in with Sarah and her, her house is a little bit bigger than my home house. So it suited us uh, better to move in there. And we are, I suppose, at the part of our lives where we are sort of starting the mortgage train. You know, we've been doing the inquiry. We've started the savings. We, I know we started already, like, but we've, we've, we've doubled down on the savings, you could say. Um, and that has been a huge change, but a positive change. I think it's been really, really good. Um, yeah. Tell about- me, was that, was that due to the wedding being put on the back burner or were you going to work the two at the same time because I can imagine you were like you would be a, mar- a new, newly married couple because yeah. April was when you were were maybe going to go again so like mm. your newly married couple flying the nest back to the nest <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um it, very interesting actually during the week um Sarah's mother Lillian mentioned lads did you get on to the to the, to the one that was baking the cake we're supposed to be getting married in the uh, uh, very, very soon. <laughs> We're like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> we, we forgot about that. DVD's got a land cake in the next week. Yeah, big, big three or four tier cake landed in the door. I would have put it to good use, don't worry. It would have, I found it going to go home, a good home. Fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, um, so the, the backstory behind that is like myself and Sarah were supposed to get married um, in September of 2020. And obviously with everything going on, we weren't happy with the situation. And I don't think half the people, suppliers and and location providers knew what was going on. So we just said, look, we'll push it back. Uh, it'll, it'll all be rosy by April. April's a good month. It's an it's a in-between seasons, good time of the year to get <laughs> what, married. What year, yeah. What April of what year. <laughs> this year, yeah. This year. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it just it it's just not suiting our, our our current situation. We decided, look, it's just just too much uncertainty. We don't know what's going on. We don't know how many people were allowed. The 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 location that we're supposed to get married, they don't know what's going on, and we're just like, what in the hell do we do? And I just said, look, well, we came to the decision. We said, right, let's look as far away as possible. We obviously didn't look uh, far enough before, so let's push it back to like twenty twenty three. I, I said, if you can hang hang around me around with me till then, we, we'll be doing well. So <laughs> yeah, we um we decided to push that wedding back, and I suppose the funds that were going to go towards the wedding can now go towards the, the deposit of a mortgage, and that's also a positive. So that's a nice way to look at it. Yeah, because it's um it's funny. I came across with Bernadette came across this show on uh, I think on Netflix. It's called Wait for it. 
uh, what is it? Oh, sorry, yeah, marriage or mortgage, right? Total nonsense American show, like that, where basically you have a wedding planner and you have uh, like an auctioneer, a state agent, and they get a couple who are like, we have the money for the wedding, but we kind of want a house so we could use the money for the wedding for the deposit. And they both basically, the wedding planner tries to get them the best wedding ever for their budget that always goes over a little. And then the estate agent tries to get them the perfect house that they want. And at the end, they just decide on one. And it's so funny them being just pulled one way or the other and just the emotional battering they take because the yeah. guys are good who are selling to them. Like, so mm. they both just pull them each way. But then um, <laughs> the fact that, yeah, you're, you're positive about it. Cause I was like, God, I wonder is the man feeling bad about all this. Um, <laughs> I get on Netflix and watch that. And it's, it's so Americanized. They're so dramatic with everything, but um, it's, it's a good watch anyway. And mm. geez, what you, what kind of a house you can get over there for, relatively good money but mm. then again you could be in the, the sticks of alabama as well like for all you yeah. know so the, the zoom commute would be fine but the god forbid the actual commute back to the gym when that day comes even though you're uh, in the gym at the moment yeah and um, it, it shouldn't be too bad like and how how is so how has this lockdown in particular uh been been for you both like mm. you know at home or out and about because you're you're a social man i i do mm -hmm. enjoy seeing the burger of the week that you've found somewhere in the in the, the cork countryside or in the heart of ballancolic mm. or a, a tasty pint of creamy beamish <laughs> some, yeah. somewhere in the ballancolic hinterland like those days are, are are no more and they don't look like they're coming back for a while yeah it's um it's an interesting one this i think this lockdown is uh, has been harder, I think, uh, than definitely the previous two, because, and I think the main reason is because we have almost no end date in sight. So it's like, oh, we have to do this forever. <laughs> no, I don't obviously believe that, but it just seems like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's been interesting. That's one of the. It's very interesting because like I'm not obviously a big drinker, um, but I do miss going to the bar ordering the cream, creamy pint of beamy, as you said, uh, and just leaving it sit there and watch it get ready. And you're just like, yes, rubbing the hands together, <laughs> chatting to the fella next to you, having the crack. And that is one of the things I said to Sarah recently. I said, one, if we get out of this lockdown, where it goes back to the way it was. I said, I can't wait. Just go for a pint with the lads. <laughs> I just cannot wait. It's going to be brilliant. So, um, yeah. And like, obviously i'm privileged enough to be able to do a small little bit of workouts in the gym before or after my sessions so that's been keeping me going as well i'd be lost without my workouts i do work out at home as well when i when i have i'm stuck for time obviously i've limited equipment at home and stuff but it has been huge for me to just stay walking as much as i can go out with the dogs and that's one thing i didn't have when i was living out of, uh, out of home was it was uh, to bring the dog for a walk that's uh, that's been What's really, really the dog's nice. name again so Sarah has two dogs, Missy and Holly. Uh, Holly is the baby, uh, Sarah's baby. So um, yeah, she's she's pretty class. So I love been loving taking her for a walk. Um, and yeah, other than that, it's been good. Like work is busy. Like we're kept going. Training and coaching on Zoom is is difficult, but it's the best of our current situation. So I've always said to people, I am so happy and privileged to be able to continue doing it um and to have the likes of our members that allow me to keep doing it um so it's been it's been good tougher than the first two um but but still good i think
Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, and a lot of it is out of our control, mm. totally and completely. And and I've I've been vic I've been a victim of getting angry and annoyed, uh, and like it's only putting stress on myself. I'd be like, oh, them beckoning up and their house. Oh my god, do they have a clue? Like mm. just imploding rage that goes nowhere like and that's mm. that's the hardest part about it you know trying to keep abreast of the 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 news because it, it can relate to emf like if they hear something about a restriction or something about an easing and i'm like what oh, must we must get our plan we must get our pivot but mostly it's just just like whoa with me negative negative slow down missed dates missed deadlines increased cases and you're just like mm. Oh, this is just go going nowhere fast, and mm. and I'm aware that if I if I give that vibe to to you and Dean mm. and Katrina, it might get you down. Then you might give it to the clients and the members. So it's kind of like look, just just suck it up, bottle it, and just fly it out the door when mm -hmm. when needs be. And we can't control so much of it, and that's mm -hmm. that's. A good lesson if we can just control the controllables as a wise man once said and just just get used to the the can of beamish at home you know <laughs> it's not bad it's not bad no no it, it, it isn't god god forbid like there i was actually in uh, the Offy and blarney two days on tuesday was it and they had augustiner finest Ooh. hellas lager folks in all the land, Bavaria, Munich's finest, Bavaria's finest, and I, I'm going to say the world's finest. So um, I had one of those last night, was it? Yes, I think. Um, very good. And another show, and I think, folks, you'll get lots of recommendations on this for me. Um, on Netflix last night, lad, if you haven't seen it, the it's called Operation Varsity Blues. Mm. About the college admission scandal in america do you remember that in the news like loads of celebrities had been paying to get their kids into like harvard yeah. and ucla and usc mm. and it all came out and it was sc scandalous stuff so uh, netflix have done an old documentary on that and it's like when you think about the do, i suppose the ease of getting into cit or ucc or ul and it's 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 a big-ish deal, but it's not mm. really like, like you, we both be the CIT, there's, it's cam out. <laughs> there's yeah. no major panic. <laughs> Different story across the water, man, Jesus almighty. So Yeah, when you're talking about the thousands upon thousands for your, your, your I, I suppose, to get into college and like yeah. loans and loans and trying to pay back for you, like oh, it's serious business. Like thousand, like, because I, I have a, a kind of a, a long distance cousin in San Diego um, and when I was over on the J1, like I, his his mother, who is actually my grandmother's cousin. So mm. anyone out there want to work out what would her son be in relation to me? <laughs> but anyway, he got a he got a scholarship to San Diego State, which is Division Two for American football as a punter, and it was eighty grand a year was was the scholarship. Um, and it 40 was for fees and 40 was for living and you know food expenses and he got that for the the three or the four years he was there and that that was like down the list like that was division two the uh the the aztecs i think they were known as so go mm. aztecs 
but and he never went down to the NFL. But um, yeah, that, mm. that was it anyway. But that 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 was the crack. And yeah. so, speaking of Netflix shows, actually, that is one of the things that are or just shows in general. Myself and Sarah love watching um, TV programs and, and seasons and good movies. We're huge Disney fans. I'm a big oh, Marvel yeah. fan, as you know. Yeah. Um, but we do like you're, the odd Netflix show. <laughs> that matter. Yeah. But um, no, one one show we watched, we started watching very recently, um, and it's been out for years, is Homeland. If you haven't watched it, lads, get on it. It is fantastic. Yeah, I only seen it pop up, I think, on, on Disney, is it? Yeah, because they, mm. they're, they're great for the ads. When something finishes, they pop up like three ads, and they, you watch them back to back, and you're just like... Oh, tasty! Must get on that, and it's just yeah, it's literally good. click. Can you believe Will is able to to move things with the remote and press them? And You're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> and he's able to operate operate the Chromecast remote. Like yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty ideal. Like so, in fairness to him. So look, will we or we won't we talk about anything fitness and nutrition related? Like I was thinking, we should make like maybe talk about one or two things. Like if if we want to. It's more yeah. like you're sh- shooting the sugar um, and just just chatting and giving people an alternate uh, experience. A well, bit like, of like, and banter, but uh, maybe a bit fitness orientated, you know, just to, to yeah. legitimize the whole thing. Well, I, I think like this, this podcast is definitely the more chatty, the chatty episode, we'll call it. But I do think we should definitely have uh, some sort of talk about fitness and maybe a joke in every episode that should be our golden rule <laughs> we should be so maybe what I could say to you is how has training been for you recently with everything that's been going on yeah it's I was I did a little bit today uh, I was down in the gym this morning bringing bringing back the the mat that's so that someone absolutely has destroyed <laughs> looking at one in particular um and I did a bit of back. I did some pull-ups and some rows. And I did some overhead banded short bar tricep presses. Extensions, yeah. <laughs> so my training is is incredibly ad hoc, incredibly off the cuff, all weight training. Don't break a sweat. Don't increase the weight. Don't increase the volume. Maintain gain tain mental health chill out and um, pump up ca- cop a few sconces in the mirror and go do you know what you're not totally going down into the just yet right? <laughs> and um, <laughs> put out a few tunes and yeah. just chill out that's that's all it is like and um, why is that you think why don't like is like do you have future goals that you want to do or like why is the reason behind that style of training for you so the future goals, like for, no goal is the easiest way of describing it, but, but mm. in reality, it's to stay healthy mm. and relatively capable of picking up Will, running after Will, holding Molly in, in my arm for, for hours at a time, maybe, mm. um, you know, swinging chairs into the car and, and out, pulling buggies. Basically, the the dad life does does require um a level of of fitness and strength mm-hmm. and that for me pushing it in that realm would only probably just increase because i've if i've been lifting for 16 years what further gains am i getting sweet f all as my old fellow would say so there is that 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 day is done and the fact mm. that i did the bodybuilding competition 
that one time, I'm happy that I pushed the, the envelope to where it safely fully could have gone. Mm-hmm. And that was that chapter closed, ideal. Mm-hmm. So that I can just just maintain basically and that training is part of my kind of mental health um, program mm-hmm. for the week. Do you know, I'm, I'm not <clears throat> big into mindfulness or meditation. Like I, I would like to be, but again, I must just get around to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, but for me, the, doing the gym, lifting weights, I've been doing it for so long that I can go, I go in on, on autopilot mm. and just pump up and just ch- chill out. And it, it, it's it's nice that while I'm so busy, so much going on, no sleep, eating is all over, eating is fine, but all over the place. Mm-hmm. That if I can just get a couple of sessions in a week, I feel a bit like I'm not letting it slip away. Like because mm-hmm. you know people that come into the gym that let's say they hadn't really trained in, in their later teens and in, in college and their twenties, they got a good job. They were living the life, you know, they were going out, everything was going well. Then mm-hmm. they had to start have a family and then it got even more successful and even more busier. And then they, they, they arrive kind of in their late thirties in a heap yeah. broken and in a heap and just afraid to look at themselves in the mirror. And they, and not that we can't reverse time, but we can give them a lot of just space in, in their head and in their mind when they come to us. And that kind of snowballs into feeling better and looking better. Their body composition might change a, a percent or two mm-hmm. <laughs> over time, um, but they have a better outlook. And I think that's it. The training for me is, is, is not about inches and pounds and, and uh, kilograms. It's just about keeping, keeping up something I, I do enjoy to do i throw a few slaps at the punch bag every now and again as you know i was a i was a bit of a an accomplished boxer back in the day <laughs> not really but um i do like to, to slap the bag and pr- pretend i'm i'm in the ufc and that's kind of fun as well you know <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's i think that's good it, it's it's so interesting to always listen to different stories from different people different journeys in the past what they're doing presently and then they're like their plans for the future and that and like that that goes for inside the gym and outside of the gym but i think having the gym in your life has just so many positives uh, positive impacts on all different aspects of your life um that i think if you're not doing something with it you definitely should be. Um, if it, if anything at all, like one day a week, two days a week, uh, twenty minutes here, twenty minutes there, it it certainly makes an impact. And it doesn't have to be astronomical goals, as you said. It could be no goal. It could just be to, as you said, run after the kids, get out of bed feeling a little bit better in the mornings, mm-hmm. de-stressing after work, um, just unwinding and listen to good tunes in in good company. You know yourself. Um, oh, look, you mentioned it there, and and while we're not able to really utilize that Mm. part of it at the moment. Just going there, obviously in a lockdown, having somewhere to go, that's not my house and, and go in the door and put on the music and look at the Marvel stuff and look at the Lego and look at the funny quotes on the wall and look at the testimonials every day. I look at them and I'm like, Jesus, like they're all real people that came across us and just had it had a good enough outcome that they were like, I'll write you up something 
a review. I'll, I'll let you take a picture and I'll let you post it for the world to see. And I'll let you stick it on the, war, on the wall and it might outlive us all. There's a hundred of them up there, like, and yeah. you know, so, and that's, they're only the ones we, we bothered to go after. Like we, we left, I'm sure we left loads on the table too. So, yeah. and that's good, something, no doubt when we come back around um, to, to normality, whatever that will be. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's, 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 it's how I looked at the gym from a business perspective in the last few years. I was like, people like to go to places they like. Mm. And I didn't think gyms made full use of that, you know, like you, you had a lot of hotel gyms that had a lovely pool and jacuzzi and a spa. And like, you might go in on the treadmill, you might do a few sit-ups, but then you're in the pool and jacuzzi. And <laughs> yeah. and it was beautiful. And then you had other gyms that were just torture chambers. And it was kind of like a religion of pain. Mm. And it's like, I wonder, like if I'm competing, if we're competing with other gyms, we have to compete on, in with their rules i think we compete with the cinema and we compete with the pub we compete with the beach mm-hmm. because fun enjoyable social family friendly banterful eventful places that that you can go and you get a workout as as a bonus and that's mm-hmm. definitely been something that has been totally confirmed in this time you know people just being like well one they love what we do because we're able to deliver it over a virtual medium, you know, which I never thought would have been possible. But when we go back, we'll know what we have just a hundred times over. So it is pretty good. What about yourself? What about your, your training? I see you on the, on the, on the cameras, the odd time doing some curls and some, uh, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My training is very interesting at the moment. Um, Like, as you know, I would have, I would have kind of gotten into Olympic lifting a little bit uh, and it's purely just out of fascination and just intrigue as like, Jesus, this looks class. Um, Very, very difficult. It took me a long time to even put put weight on the bar was uh, it took about four weeks. It was, it was crazy. Fantastic. I had help along the way from a few coaches, which is brilliant. But um, I ended up getting uh, an injury. Um, again, the injury that I got was as, as a result of trying to scare my lovely Sarah. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it, and it was actually, it's, a, it's an adductor muscle, which is a, a muscle on the inner thigh, folks, um, that uh, I don't know, was it a, a grade one, grade two, grade three? I don't know what kind of tear it was, but it, it was damn sore. I nearly passed out actually after I tore it, after I did it. It was crazy, but I was, I've been recovering for about a year um, with that injury. And I think I tried to go back a little bit too fast and it just kind of pushed me back a step or two. So went down the physio route um, and now I'm on a sort of a rehabilitation program for that, for my lower body training. And I just try to maintain the peaks of the bicep and the size of the calves as best I can around that. That's literally my training. Three days a week, in 40 minutes, out, out the gap and happy out. Well, that's it. As you know, you're like, leg injury. Oh, well, I guess I'll just have to do twice the volume for the upper body for, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Oh, no, well, that's a terrible shame. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, don't, don't get me wrong. My, like, my favorite exercise is the back squat, and I can't go next or near that, and I miss it desperately oh that's a big last out of my life so i am really really looking forward to getting back to doing something like that yeah well you could you can really do legs i suppose like if you're fairly well yeah what would you even be doing for like 
like I can walk up a hill like might be a test for you like I can train legs that's the thing I can walking lunge I can split squat I can uh, hinge I can do right. all these of your ties would beg to differ Phil <laughs> yeah. well yeah that's arguable alright um, <laughs> but look it, it's just the squat it's it's the hip flexion knee flexion uh, together with hip, uh, hip abduction I just can't get into that position with the adductor so um it's a, it's an, building it back up, and I will get there. Yeah, what about a, a double leg pistol? Uh, tempted, yeah, I can actually, as long as the knees are straight, I'm good. <laughs> they can knock if you stick them together like they stick can. Stick them together, yeah. They can't just put a little band around them, like you're just doing like a real random narrow squat. <laughs> yeah, TRX assisted, we'll call it. TRX assisted. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you get a cheeky curl on the way up, like the squat. Yeah. Totally. Come, that's, that's called, folks, functional training. Functional training, yeah. We'll throw a few jumps in there. <laughs> that's, um, that's it. That, that's one of my taglines for people are like, oh, is, is the training, is it tough? Is it intensity, MF? I'm like, well, we never leave the ground. I'll yeah. tell you that. Um, we just don't leave the ground. Unless you just, you maybe sometimes people skip in the door because they're yeah. so happy. <laughs> <laughs> just say, in fact, we do quite a lot of lying down. Is that any good to you? <laughs> yeah. If I, I say to people, if anything, you'll be underwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be like, when does the hard work start? And I'm like, never. Hard work? Never. <laughs> the hard work is getting over the step to come in the door. <laughs> That's it, yeah. The hard work is de- dealing with the jokes that are yeah. just quest- questionable at the best of times. So you mentioned earlier on you had a joke for me, so yeah, go ahead. A joke for you. Uh, I've been trying to do a, few, a good few jokes nearly in every set, one of my coaching sessions, but... I think one of my all-time favorite jokes I told to you. I don't want to hear about the restaurant on the moon again. <laughs> no, damn it, that was it. Um, <laughs> that was it. But look, I could tell that because obviously nobody listening to this <laughs> has heard it. <laughs> so let me see. I could tell it. Sinead, Ian Stokes, and Maeve have heard of it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Her three let listeners. Me, let, let me let me see if I can remember one. Um, okay, I went to a zoo before lockdown, obviously before lockdown. It was all right. No, it wasn't actually. It was pretty bad. I had one dog. Yeah, it was a shih tzu. <laughs> yes. That wasn't too bad. That wasn't yeah. too bad. You have a stack, I know you have a stack of cards beside you that you'd be taking jokes from it like, for some reason, Mr. Will decided to make them disappear. So he's a magician. Oh, he did actually, yeah. I don't know where they're put. They're high anyway and out of view. That's where Will, the yeah. stuff Will shouldn't be at is put. So there yeah. you go. That's where it is, somewhere high and out of view. Tell me, you're, you you have a session at four o'clock, do you? So we, we I do. I do indeed. In a moment. Well, I'll, I'll give you a quick joke. So... Uh, this is an original, so extra credit for an original, not a joke Phil just Googled. Um, I'll just think of it again there now. Uh, He's in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did the Arabian prince shout to his father? Go on. He didn't shout. He sheiked. Ah. <laughs> That is. <laughs> Guys, welcome to EMF. 
That is some top quality dad awfulness. So look, folks, I hope you enjoyed that. That's episode one of of an Owen and Phil over and back. So look, we're going to try and get guests on mm-hmm. and maybe do special topics throughout. But our fallback when we don't remember to get a guest and it's like Thursday, it's like, whoops, <laughs> it'll be me and Phil just just shooting the sugar, as we call it. Because I think we've been good so far, Phil. We haven't made this uh, podcast explicit yet. So yeah. yeah, we'll keep it that way if we can. I- I think we definitely will definitely have like an interview with Dean on there or Katrine oh. on there and a hundred percent as oh, well. So. Well, there'd be the week me and you just go on to do it and it'll be like, <laughs> yeah. Dean, Katrina, you're, you're just getting to do the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it, it must be said, folks, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you're saying, what are all these lads about? I have to get in there. Shoot us over an email, info at emf.e or go to the website, www.com. <laughs> Even if you don't like it, share it, share it and post it. If you don't mind, yeah. just, just just give it a bit of <laughs> a bit of purchase in the virtual world. Sign us out on. And that's all, folks. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Very good.